0: taken on a computer so really i'm sorry that upset you jeff jesus christ (laughs) we we take our virtual classrooms very seriously in the computer lab who the fuck do you think you are jeff i am nick baggio i just took a test what the fuck's your problem jeff
1: I know what's going in the front of this episode. I know what's going in the front of this episode. It's going to be so great. It's going to be so, so fantastic. You're listening to Barely
0: on Topic with VA.
1: When I think of a slap shot, I think of defenseman. It's like the only shot. This is what I got. Let's do it. Nick.
0: Here comes the bagel boy himself. Anthony. Joe Sackman Sacko. Jeff.
1: Then I moved to Canada. And Tim. Probably not. Welcome to Barely in Topic. Uh, I guess this is episode, mini episode 25B. I guess the last one was uh, 25A. Anyway, of the second season. So right now, while the Bruins are still in the playoffs, by a small margin, we're going to keep doing these... (laughs) tiny episodes, but first we want to have somebody apologize to all the Bruins fans Timmy
2: God, Guys, I'm sorry, it's all my fault I, <laughs> I Bobby Ryan I'm sorry I, I really am the one time I'm right about something it has to be this
3: <laughs> You were the only person on the planet who believed in Bobby Ryan Bobby Ryan didn't believe in Bobby Ryan Bobby Ryan's legion of cats didn't believe in Bobby Ryan <laughs>
2: yeah, you know I just, he had a bad year So I figured, you know what it's, He'd step up and he Has My defense yeah. Stafford's played really well as well
1: Stafford's on our team And he's not scoring goals Against us But he isn't Yeah, th- That
3: reason doesn't fly, Tim
1: <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, Tim 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 I can't believe yeah. it, I can't believe it. but honestly, you know what? that brings up a really excellent point about these past two games, which we're going to go into in some detail. You know, if Bobby Ryan would have gotten a suspension from the Department of Player Safety after what game was it? Game three? for the elbow to the head. Or at least just a two- minute minor, he wouldn't have scored the, he wouldn't have turned around
3: and scored the game winner. Right. 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 So, there's all... I'll settle for that. I don't... I, I'll, I can I can deal with... Live without the, the fucking suspension. No, no, no. But the... Ah! <laughs> Didn't he score last night, too? Who was it he that scored... scored last night? Yesterday?
0: Yeah, he was the only yeah. one to score. Yeah,
3: yeah, so... That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Uh,
0: okay. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> That's a later point. We'll get there.
1: Yes. <laughs> You're okay. right.
0: There, there was a sorority and frat house party down the street from me, I'm sure... Never mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's where the glow in the dark comes in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I met Jessica from uh, Boston. Anyway, continue.
1: <laughs> okay. You know what? We're, we're going to get into the two games. I know that we want to talk about another thing really quickly. Or do we want to do that after? I don't know about the, uh, the uh,
3: announcement the other day.
1: The, the Selkie announcement. Oh,
3: yes. Because it's a year and starting with a two, Patrice Bergeron was, is another Selkie finalist. Because Patrice is good.
0: He'll probably win it this year.
3: Patrice is better than all of you. Mm-hmm. You should strive
2: to be Patrice in life.
0: I always, uh, I always liked his playoff beard.
1: Yeah, not that fake shit that they have on that Geico commercial. Damn oh, it, God. that's awful. That's, No, he's a handsome man. He can go without a beard. Don't computer generate one on his face. That was so gross. But anyway, so he has been. How many? How many years has this been in a row?
3: This is his sixth year in a row as a finalist, and he has won three of them thus far. Only crazy. He should have. He should have five by now. Right. Yeah, yeah. He should have. Yeah, definitely should have beaten Kopitar last year, and also also definitely should have beaten fucking Jonathan Taves in
0: 2013. Yes, Um, thirteen. I yeah.
3: Well, to, yeah. Oh, well.
0: <laughs> good, good for Bergeron. Good for Bergeron. Good for him. He'll be right.
3: Honestly he'll probably win because the competition's Ryan Kessler, Miko Koibu. Yeah, the Miko
0: nope. Koivu one was surprising.
3: It should have been Mikhail Backlund. But um here we are.
1: Yeah. So uh actually while we're at it, we might as well talk about the Calder announcement that just came
3: over. Yep. yep. So Calder nominees are um, exactly who everyone knew they were gonna be. Um, Austin Matthews, Matthews Patrick Laine and Zach Wierenski
1: I really want uh, Zach Wierenski to win it
3: I, uh, I likewise however I'm pretty sure um, uh, Matthew's 40 goals are going to take it in a walk
1: yeah yeah, but Wierenski yeah. plays a more difficult position people and,
3: and he was carrying that top pairing yes Seth Jones is wonderful but Wierenski was driving the bus there I love Seth Jones <laughs> but I like Zach, Zach Wierenski too
1: he took a pop to the face! He Fucking destroyed warrior. his face! Poor guy. Give it to him! Just give him the only left.
3: Only left the game because he couldn't see anymore. Right? whoops daisy so He came back for a out. bit and the swelling kicked in and, and so I went away.
1: Ah! Give it to him! That's that's why I... And, and you know I'm always going to want a defenseman to get it before,
3: before it does anyway. Also, I'm of the view that Toronto doesn't deserve nice things. Yep.
2: And all the Austin Matthews hype is annoying at this point, so...
1: Oh, God. I'm, I'm so sick of um, the dead-eyed, chubby-faced Jack White impersonator. Mm. Hmm? Yeah, he looks Matthews.
3: like yeah, sort of, Matthews. Yeah, sort Matthews, of, he's got sort of a man-bear-pig thing going, too. Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> got a
0: big nose. <laughs>
1: I was just watching NH- uh, NHL Live or whatever that's sh- NHL Now. That's what it's called on, on NHL Network uh, a little while ago. And they were doing the, who does everybody look like? Right. And they showed a picture of um, Alan Tudick Right. Uh, and they were like, what, which NHL player does he look like? And I just went, oh, Steve Odd. <laughs> Yeah, I've always that's, thought that since I've seen Steve. Oh Odd. my I'm god! Like, oh, yes, like I'm allocated. pretty sure that's
3: the only way you can say you can say his name is just, ah, Steve <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, the first one that they rolled out was like, who does it? They ro- rolled out Jack White wearing a baseball jersey, and it was just like Austin yeah. Matthews. <laughs> and then Drake yeah, did they roll in like
3: hmm. Patrick cool. Okay, I was gonna say yeah. I mean did they roll it like Frankenberry for um uh, Kopitar?
1: Oh they didn't they didn't <laughs> They didn't They didn't bring out Walter from the Muppets for Colin Miller <laughs> 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 Nor Beaker for Dougie
0: <laughs> Fuck shit fuck for shit fucking brains. <laughs> <laughs> okay on the playoffs!
1: <laughs> um I'm sorry, I'm just channeling Ben's Dougie hatred. Because I, I have some of that too, but Ben is so much better at expressing Yeah, he his.
3: really hates Dougie Hamilton. I don't actually think he does. I think he just decided to because um, he would piss off a lot of other people. Oh, uh, okay.
1: Stop ruining <laughs> the narrative!
0: <laughs> oh, he's still I'm, the president of the Hatred Club.
3: I'm not
2: sure there's been a player that has left the Bruins... In recent memory that I have given less fucks about than Dougie Hamilton at this point.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all... just Andre Mezuros. I liked the Mez when
2: he was like <laughs> doing his thing. You know? I was on that bandwagon. He they didn't lose with him for a while, like in the lineup, like you know?
3: I mean he was Andre three thousand, so yeah. Hey, yeah. He was a wizard. Hey but... yeah. Okay, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dougie, I'm just done. I, I, I really am.
1: I spent the whole summer like tweeting. What was it? Uh, Sign Dougie or whatever. And then the minute that he was not the whole summer because he got traded, but I, it felt like the whole summer because we weren't. It had playoffs. already
3: been like the length of the summer at that point because we missed the playoffs. Yeah. It's been like three months at that point already. So
1: yeah, and then you know he, he forced a trade out of here, and it was just like I dropped it, and I I really did kind of like not give a fuck about it for a while and then after a while i was just like no fuck dougie (laughs) fuck him again
3: you know here's the thing about it my position's always just been because i had a personal soft spot for dougie's from before he was a bruin and writing a scouting report on dougie was my entry into the hockey internetiverse oh i remember that yeah so um yeah i didn't because i wasn't around I know you. You were still a few years from uh, from joining the This this fear of, of hell. Yeah.
1: I was blissfully unaware of hockey. I mean, I was aware that the uh, Bruins won the Stanley Cup, but that's about all I knew. Hey, you know they won the Stanley Cup the year I got married. Just, I think there's a connection there. So
2: I, have I think it's t- time to renew your vows, and
1: sometimes. Purpose. To help this year, but um, you know,
3: next year, oh, sure. I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know, go find a chapel tomorrow and see how it goes. That might turn things right around, Vegas, baby. <laughs> oh my god, that would
1: be such a Vegas thing to do because <laughs> we're gonna have to go, but anyway, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll update you on that. Um, I wasn't planning on that for this year, you know, but, but uh,
3: if you do it tomorrow, maybe like Krug will suddenly heal and like. And Carlo, and then, you know, won't lose again until uh, until the cup. I couldn't even say that enthusiastically. It's just so ridiculous.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, you know, I, I think we, along with uh, basically every uh, Bruins fan right now, is feeling like there's a certain amount of futility in this fandom because the the Bruins are on the brink. Yeah, they're on the brink of being knocked out of the playoffs. It was beautiful when they won game one. They should have won games two and three and quite frankly yesterday, four. Yesterday too,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's not like they're not in it, but, oh, God, it's been so frustrating. So let's talk about game three a little bit, and then we'll slide into game four. Game three, that was the game when everything looked really shitty for a while. Like they went three goals up on us or something.
3: Yeah, it was not a good scene.
1: No. No. Yeah, was it two goals or was it three goals?
3: Yeah, it was. Three. It was three.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, they I
3: scored two that. in the first period, and that third early in the second, it was looking like it was looking like we were going to have a bad time. And then but, uh, who
1: who came out and did something for the Bruins?
3: Everyone's favorite Rhode Islander.
1: <laughs> that's right, the pride of Rhode Island, Noel Achari did. It was a great little deflection that he did oh, to score so. the first goal.
0: And, and then, then is yes. Yeah, you, your boy, Backus, got goal number two.
1: Yeah, well, what was really interesting was how Jeff decided to, to like, uh, because we were talking about him, like, Achari! Ah! You know, because all, you know, you know how it is at my house. It's like, Charlie does something, and then I get to scream about it for, like, a week. Nolachari's good, thank ah! I was so excited. But then David Backus comes in and scores how many seconds later?
3: Forty-two! Number 42 scored 42 seconds later.
1: Really? I didn't realize
3: that. Turns
1: out to be the answer. It is the answer to the ultimate question, uh, like the universe and everything, which if you know anything about me, there is like this, I'm like swirled up in this 42 thing a lot. 42. Many, many times. And Mm -hmm. I also um, revealed to, um, to Jeff that I have a pattern I can make bathrobes and we might be able to make the Bacchus
3: bathrobe jersey.
0: Bathrobe. Oh my god, that's fantastic!
3: Make sure there's an extra large pocket so I have somewhere to keep my towel, right? Okay, sure. I mean, that's the kind of the point of this entire exercise, right? <laughs> <My goodness>. <laughs> 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 I'm going
1: to have to take a towel... And roll it up, and then stretch fabric over it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, if you're a big Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, uh, fan, you will know exactly what we're talking about.
3: But I have. You this may have to start making this like in the in the forthcoming um um barely on topic merch store, merch store, right?
1: Right. Right. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but the truth is, I am the question but we just don't know how it's being phrased yet.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right now it's just VA question (laughs) mark
1: 42. Which is much better than what do you get when you multiply or when when you, I, I, okay. I'm paraphrasing because I, it's phrased very Englishly and I've had a beer. What do you get when you multiply nine by six? Basically, or six by nine, not
3: forty-two, but you know, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, So, I think I'm a better question. But anyway, yes, back is swooped in, scored forty-two seconds later. Yay! And like six minutes
3: later, Berkey did on the power. Was Berkey on the power play? I I remember. Oh, it
1: was Pasta. He was fired up. Oh my! God. I loved it. (laughs) It was Pasta. It was.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. you know, David Pasternak likes. He seems to (laughs) enjoy hockey. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Does. And he has a delicious beverage called pasta milk. Really? Yep. It's in China. Oh. Check it out. I'm not making it up.
1: <laughs> Part of that ORG packaging thing, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you notice that in the, um, on the boards around the rank, the ORG packaging now has uh, like a caricature of pasta on it? Oh. Yeah. I noticed I that last that. night. Yeah. But anyway, yes, okay, so Pasta came in. And we thought, oh, my God, we have a chance to win this game.
3: And um, then no one scored at all in the third period.
1: Now, I think we, we do, yeah, no one scored at all. And then we got to overtime.
3: So uh, Riley Nash goes down on one knee in a battle for the puck and gets uh, elbowed in the head for his uh, efforts by, uh, by Bobby fucking Ryan, Tim. <laughs> 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 yeah, one, fuck um, right. Riley Nash, understandably, gets a little upset and cracks Bobby Ryan in the jaw. And Riley Nash gets two for roughing. Bobby Ryan gets fuck all because Tim Peel and Steve Furlat can go fuck themselves.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was awful. And the thing of it too is, Bobby Ryan acted like he had just been shot, like point blank range, and was like, oh. Flopping all over the ice after that.
3: Then the mm-hmm. only shooting that happened was Bobby Ryan scoring the overtime goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A piece
1: of shit. Bobby Ryan is how I like to call him now. Piece
3: of shit. Hope his cats scratch him.
1: <laughs> I hope somebody stabs his balls off. But anyway. Wow. Just... Possibly I his mean, cats. I also
2: like to call <laughs> the Department of Player Safety now the Department of Piece of Shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> you know what?
1: It does kind of work, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, it, it, to me, it was just like, okay, so there were scenarios that it was like, okay, if you called each of them and took them out of the game, just said, ah, you're both going to the box.
3: Fine. There was They both perpetrated penalties there. There is no question about that. Take
1: them both. Or... Even better, don't call either one of them. It's overtime
3: in, in playoffs. You don't call penalties in overtime in the playoffs. Yeah.
1: Right, so <laughs> don't do that, right? But what they did was the exact wrong scenario, which was, oh, let's just call that guy on the penalty because he fought back.
3: Everyone knows Tim Peel's awful, and, and no is no peach either. Why the fuck are they officiating in the playoffs? Together. Oh, the rest, no kidding. What
1: the fuck is that shit? Okay, so um, I did not see the original broadcast, but I did get to see um, it in gift form, and Jack did get to see the original pro- broadcast. Probably Nick too. Uh, yeah. Pierre going nuts. Pierre Whoa. one t- the, the one time where Pierre is actually useful. Can someone describe
3: that? Okay, for, so for starters, Pierre was, was awful all game. Like, saying some astonishingly stupid things. Started talking about Sidney Crosby while he was talking about Dion Phaneuf. I didn't really know what he was going on. I think the man might have had a stroke halfway through the game.
0: Yeah, um, we should be concerned.
3: Actually, yes. Especially based on what happened next. Yes. You'll never believe it. He, uh, after that penalty, actually, like, went off. Like, really angry about how, how you make that call. How you don't call both penalties.
0: The standards been set all game, and I got no skin in this game. But you need to get both of them off the ice. There's no need for Nash to get the only penalty. Like, oh, was, I don't it, agree with this call at all. Crosby's great, and I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> that was weird. But the like, uh, thing is, like, like you know how, how, how
3: confused and conflicted I felt for, for not being like upset about something that that, that Pierre Maguire was saying. You were like, conflicted because Pierre Maguire is like you know offensive to all the senses.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would probably even, s- He
3: probably even smells funny. <laughs>
0: oh, he definitely
3: does. Probably See what you do to us at NHL?
2: This is what they do to us. This is what the NHL has done to us. We agreed with
3: Pierre fucking Maguire. Okay. Yeah. Fuck you, Tim Peel and Steve Furlan. <laughs> now,
1: now, I know that Boston Bruins fans have uh, what is perceived by other people as a persecution complex where we feel like penalties are only called on us, they're not called on the, on the other team. But this whole game was proof that yeah guess what mathot was doing stupid shit after uh, after the whistle was called doing things like roughing and 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 what didn't get called for them
2: mathot punches white face washes whatever you want to fucking call it shoulder what? Oh yeah! In front of the rest. and Art they method. got the
3: same amount of minutes in penalty. And same... method, what are you doing with your fingers? You realize one of those was disconnected recently. You should be keeping that to yourself. And he did that to
1: Schaller <laughs> because Schaller was sticking up for a Chari, was just kind of like, dude, no, I'm not doing this,
3: you know? And Chara's like, I hit motherfuckers. I don't mess. I don't tangle with them after. After that's not what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like Bobby. I'm like Johnny Boychuk in this regard. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the 55. <laughs> So close to the heart. Um, yeah,
1: so so basically, the Bruins lost on bogus calls. Yes. We have a legitimate beef. And so I thought, well, Department of Player Safety is going to take a look at this.
3: Nope. <laughs>
2: nope. You know why? Because it's the department piece of shit.
1: <laughs> he cocked that elbow back. He had no good reason to hit Riley Nash the way he did. And he went, bam, and nothing. Again, this just falls, I mean, I don't even know if Bobby Ryan even falls into the category of a star, but everybody needs to be treated the same. And if if you, that guy elbowed Riley Nash in the head, he needed to get some discipline for that. Jesus.
3: Like, why, would you, why would you do that to Riley Nash anyway? He's such an amiable yokel. Come on.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've never heard
3: the terms noted fighter or agitator
1: with Riley Nash. There's
2: a the thing with this, too. The NHL wants to say that we're going to cut down on head injuries. We don't want hits to the head and things like that. But then when you have a clear, like a clear hit to the head, that's what was me- it meant. That's what the hit was meant for. Clearly, nothing. But no, we're we're doing we're doing what we can so we don't get sued for fucking concussions. No, it, oh my
3: gosh. So obviously, anyway. We, yeah,
1: we, we all. Let's move on
3: to the let's move on to the other shitty game. Okay, yeah. I,
1: yeah, I was just gonna do that, but. Again, as you can hear, Jeff took care of that for me, so I'll just sit back and listen I guess
3: I'm just I'm just trying to help you
1: <laughs> so yeah okay yeah so I was going to say, yes, we're well, I did not want to do a full episode on that show uh, on that game, and so I suggested we record a day later uh, because I wanted to get another game under our belts because I am at heart, I'm an optimist. I was not an optimist all season. But I'm an optimist now, so... Oh, go back. Go
0: back to where you were before. Yeah,
1: apparently it was working. It was working. Then,
3: then, just... And then yesterday's game happened.
1: <laughs> no, it was scoreless through too. you know, and, you know, I, I can't really say anything bad about the defense or Tuca, or um, I'm wondering what the hell's going on with scoring, but, you know, I mean...
3: Craig you know, Anderson what... was on fire yesterday. And remember we said this the Sens run through... Through, through Eric Carlson and Craig Anderson. Craig Anderson stood on his head yesterday. Eric Carlson is, has been eating our lunch this entire series by and large. It's, it's been our <laughs> supper that's it's been our supper that Bobby Ryan's been eating. Um yeah. and then of course, you know, not just the ref well that's actually this was the refs as well. Because um here's the thing is that game wasn't actually one zero sentence. It was a that was a tied game that we got robbed <laughs> overtime opportunity. Thank you.
0: See, I'm gonna go I I know where we're going with this, but unfortunately they were technically correct with the rule, and as we all know That's technically- the worst kind of correct
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay, right that goal happened in the second period, didn't it? Correct, I was, yes. I was thinking that it happened in the third. I, I'm sorry I got my, my game mixed up, but yeah, so so basically a Achari uh, deflects a shot from uh, Char- uh, Charlie McAvoy and we're thinking good goal until they reviewed it for being offside which happened three and a half
3: hours before they scored the goal.
1: (laughs) So, so basically, you know, earlier in the the series, there was also uh, something they had to review based on it being offside because the offside happened five minutes before. And so, so it's like, you got to have some kind of time limit or uh, the puck is passed around so much, uh, so many
3: times. Bruins kind of lost possession in there for a bit too. Yeah. Not once, but twice.
0: Yeah, Ottawa had two chances. Had Edwards control the puck, had, had control the puck twice, and they couldn't get it out.
3: Yeah. So how on earth could that possibly count? It because that possession change. It, 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 was, it was that that, that would have been enough to wave off a, a delayed penalty to, to blow to blow a delayed penalty dead. Yeah. So why on earth did it, was it was that a legit call?
0: <sighs> Again, it's the spirit of the law and the technicality of the law do not align, and it's something they really need to address now.
3: Because that was seriously fucked up. Yeah. It was, like they,
2: it should have been a good goal. They need to do something. Like, I was reading a bunch of different things on Twitter. Make it, like,
3: ten seconds
2: after the zone entry, you know. Then it's I would okay. say
3: three passes. No, oh. Have enough people have touched the puck since they entered the zone that one of them's not getting an assist. Okay. I do. No.
0: I like that.
1: But you know what? This is a sport that struggles so much to get fans, to get people to watch. And it's this kind of shit that makes you go, why am I watching this? If you're just going to take all of my team's goals away on a technicality from something that happened five minutes ago, why am I watching this? Get better at your officiating. Do something
3: different. Don't have reviews on all the goals or something. I don't know. I will give them credit in that that was a reasonably efficient review considering how long a lot of the reviews this season earlier this season were taking. Yeah. Like, waiting five minutes while they review on the frickin'... You know, it was a
1: Galaxy Note no. 5 before, but now it, it seems to be an iPad.
3: It's a ga- oh. Galaxy
2: Tab S, so we're moving up in the world.
3: I was going to venture that they were actually a Motorola Razor before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at the at the Capitals game, I actually saw the Apple logo on the back, so it was oh. an iPad there.
3: Anyway, yeah, they took less than five minutes to do the goal review, which is an improvement. But it was still an awful fucking call. Which is how much time the puck was in the zone
2: before the goal happened. So I mean, oh, yes, yes, too. <laughs> holy shit! This this rule is fucking ruining everything. It's so, and it seems like the Bruins are on the shitty end of this rule
3: so goddamn often. The, the, the Bruins, this this playoffs in general. The like, I get it's it's, it's it's crass to complain about the the, the officiating. But this team has been getting a savage butt-fucking by the officials.
2: Yeah. That's
3: right, savage butt-fucking. <laughs>
2: and that's the worst kind of butt-fucking.
0: <laughs>
1: it's not consensual either. Well, it's not. not. No. Definitely not. Um, so, anyway, uh, one, I uh, I wanted to point out that the refs have to bring their own iPads in. <laughs> 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 they might they, and they, they might want to bring on. their glasses in too. Holy they can't shit. Claim it on their taxes either. So oh. the league screw, uh, screws them. But anyway, um yeah, I I know that there are times where I feel like it, it can't just be all the, the officiating, but this series it is really the officiating. It's it's terrible. And New it, low. And
2: the thing that upsets me about that rule too is the Bruins are penalized for bat for the officials missing a call, like they they that offside did not directly um have any effect on the goal itself at all.
3: Yeah. but you can't put that when... much
1: emphasis on on the zone entry, especially when it's that far away from what actually happened.
3: What I want to know is is why they even brought the the off uh, the missed offsides calls as part of the um, um the coaches challenge. The problem, the the problem, as far as I could tell, had been goaltender goal interference. Which let's not even crack that that nut right now. But like goaltender interference was a problem before. It's why they brought in the coaches' challenge. I um, believe
0: it was a Gabriel Landeskog goal, and he Patrick was ex- Shane, who you're thinking of. I think. Thank you. The other
3: one. <laughs> he was halfway to the blue. He was like all the way to the to the blue line. Oh, it was bad. Um, no, no, no. Face off dots. I Face think. Up, and, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I think that was still hanging out in the back of their mind. But that had
3: been like, a couple years.
0: It had been, but you know, that's always the one that they pointed to, like, "Oh, we we can't have this happen. Look how offside he was," and now it's used as an annoying little bitch tool. See, I'm
2: I'm annoyed that in the overtime goal in game three. Why didn't Cassidy just challenge
3: it? Just. Oh no! Um, there was a reason for that. Um, someone said
0: it on the broadcast. You can't. Uh, no coaches challenge in OT,
3: which is oh, absolutely
2: mind blowing.
0: Yeah, to be yeah the
2: most important. The most important part of the game. Let's not. Let's not have the coaches challenge then. Okay.
1: Can you? Can you use a a, a timeout if you still have it in OT? Yeah. Yeah. Then why can't you have a challenge?
3: Because
0: they said so.
1: That's essentially I'm, what it is.
0: Yeah, I know.
3: Yeah, pretty much, exactly. The rules committee needed to find a way to slap, to, to, to cock slap uh, fans, you know?
1: Yeah. Is that
0: the worst thing about that game?
1: Yes, tell us. I
0: decided to study first, and it worked out well, because I got a 90 on the test today. But <laughs> as a, thank you, as a treat, I'm like, I'm going to go down the local bar, the Quiet Pint, and watch the game with my brother and his Volkswagen buddy, Max. Normally I watch the games at Brian's house, as you guys all know. I'm like nah, I need to study. So I went down to the quiet pint. They have. I went to the bar right when I ordered, is when Bobby Ryan scores right there in front of my face as I'm ordering uh, a sour from Wicked Weed. As I sit down, holy fucking shit! Every sorority sister from Wake Forest. And their dates they just starts to pile into this bar, which holds 55 people, and it got really loud. And then there was Jessica from Boston. She's like, "Oh, are you a Bruins fan?" Like, "No, I'm just wearing a fucking Boston Bruins hat at a goddamn fucking bar to watch this game. Now get out of my face and let me watch the game. They're down one to nothing. God damn it!" And they lost. Okay,
1: I was, I was waiting for the uh, the point of the story to to come in. They were highly
0: annoying people. and I'm like all right, let's tab out guys I only had one beer and they fucked up the bar let's get out and then actually someone got arrested because they picked up a table and smashed it on a BMW I'm not making that up it was kind of cool but that's when we bolted because like it was a
3: Wednesday night yeah crazy
0: that was the worst part of the night It was very loud that night I assure you
3: the owner of the BMW had a worse night than you did (laughs) (laughs) um
0: it was actually, uh, ends up it was the GM of the bar. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> no.
0: Um, it's going to have to trade that patron for
3: future considerations.
0: Yeah. <sighs> so. Sorry, I wasn't being a Southern gentleman there. Uh,
1: that That's okay. I don't expect you to. Um, uh, you had to. Jessica alter... from
0: Boston was cute, though. but If you're listening, Jessica from Boston, shout out to She's you. She's probably,
1: like, one of our biggest fans. Who no. doesn't talk to us, but one of our biggest fans.
0: Yeah. Jessica from Boston, you were cool, but you were kind of annoying. She probably yeah. came
1: to the bar just to find you. She thought, I know this Nick guy is down here in North Carolina.
0: North Kakalaki, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Missed opportunity. But mm-hmm. I
0: under—I appreciate your – your. your I, I, How often do I get angry on the show? Not often.
1: No, no. Um, I, I would actually – you know what? Here's an interesting user poll. Why don't the users tell us who gets angry the most? I'm curious to see what their opinion is on that.
0: <laughs> but it might be um, Anthony
2: actually. Yeah, Anthony's up there. Speaking with, of which, I do have a rant. Oh. Please proceed, Timothy. <laughs> okay, this one is aimed at a particular part of our fan base that seems to think that this series is all to shit in a handbasket because of Tuca
1: last.
0: Oh, my God. Holy
2: fucking fucking. shit. Stop. Just stop. There's so many... Let's start Dobby game five. No, let's not. Let's absolutely not do that.
1: Tuca is absolutely not the problem. Okay. Can Tuca go out there and score fucking goals? Can he lift the puck up over Anderson's pads?
3: Is that the problem? Is it Tuca's fault we have had two NHL-level defensemen for most of the series?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, I failed to see even that goal last night that got by Tuca because Tuca was like trying to do everything and As, a little bit out of position and the, the and it slid under. You got a and, weird
3: bounce and then Chara was on top of Tuca trying to help Tuca out at which point everything went to shit.
1: Right, yep. right. And I my <laughs> argument is that that's not Tuca's fault. If you had a younger, more limber defenseman, that probably could have been prevented. But if, you, if you're not tough. playing a
3: 40-year-old, 95 minutes a game. Yes, there's only 90 minutes in a game. Um.
1: <laughs> right, oh. right. Chara cannot play those minutes anymore. Not not in a game that, that comes down to like a, a one very intense goal. Uh,
0: now, i got to say something about his minutes. McAvoy did lead the team in uh, minutes played last game. And that was even with Chara nearly getting five minutes on the penalty kill to McAvoy's uh, twenty three seconds. Yeah. Well. But anyway, wow. mainly be probably because Charo's about to, you know, die. Die. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You now,
1: know, the it- thing is, if you had, and I, I, I know this is a controversial opinion here, but even if you had McQuaid in there, McQuaid can do some good things from time
3: to time. Maybe I would like that. McQuaid in there over Morrow. Yes. Possibly even over Lyles, to be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah. 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 So if he has more experience. He's done this. And and so on. But, you know, one thing I do want to say is, you know, and, and it's just unfortunate, Kevin Miller was not on the ice that uh, at that point. It Kevin was, Miller
3: has actually been quietly excellent this series.
1: Yes. And I would <laughs> actually like to talk about Kevin Miller more at a different time.
3: Okay. Can you talk about Kevin again? <laughs> yeah. But, one of our not, most listened episodes of all time.
1: <laughs> yeah. We will. We will. Um, but not, not so much. I'm just saying... Kevin, we've had to rely on him so much and he's stepping up, okay? Oh. Um, so, I mean, it just... The defense, to me, is not even the problem other than the, there's, like... They're going to call any one of us any second to, to get on uh, get on the ice for them. It's just that bad. Um, but the, the defense, for the most part, is holding. It's just... The, last night's thing was a fluky thing. It really was. I mean- it wasn't Tuka's fault. Not at all. And I actually was in the garden yesterday. Um, I went to the pro shop and I I happened to look over at the studio because Felger and Maz were in there. Um, And so this other guy was there and he was like, so we got in a conversation about Felger and whatever and and so on and so forth. And I said, you know, Felger's wrong so many times. And one of his opinions that's so wrong is that Tuka's not hot garbage. He's not. He's, you know, people need to get off of that. They need to get off of that thought. I'm I'm tired of it. I'm not going to blame Tuka here. I, there were times I blamed Tuka. I'm not blaming him for any of this right now.
3: No. No. We we've we discussed I think the real reason a lot of fan base has this weird hate on for Tuca Rask.
1: He's not Timmy T?
3: Exactly. That's not right. Oh, it's a fucking awful reason because they're different goalies with different styles.
1: And when when
2: Tuka last night said that Craig Anderson reminded him of Tim Thomas. Oh my gosh, I was like that's the worst thing he could have said. Yep. <laughs> I was like no, please. We, I don't need any freaking Craig Anderson trade talk now. Heaven let's, forbid
1: let's... that a a goalie say something.
3: Pump the other goalie's tires.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean heaven forbid <laughs> that a, a a goalie say something positive about the other player, okay? Is the Bruins fan base that moronic that they can't yes. see that well, it's okay to compliment your your
3: counterpart. It's okay to do that. It's- there are only there are only 59 other men in the league that do what Tuka does. That means it's an elite group. He is going to admire other people that, that perform his specialized craft. Not I- only that,
2: out of those 59 other people, he's like in the top like 5 to 10. Yeah. So let's
3: not shit on him.
1: No. Tuka's
2: They're not-
3: blessed to have Tuka Rask. Yeah.
1: Tuka's been absolutely great this series. He has. Uh, there has never been a game that has been out of reach.
3: Yes, he's he's been put in an awful situation, and he is actually rising to the occasion as best as can reasonably be expected. Yeah. Now, interestingly, you say the defense isn't the problem, and it's 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 not. Necess- it's, it's true they're not scoring, and I think that actually is a defensive related issue. Well, this 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 series is re- is showing us, I think, at both ends of the ice how truly important Tori Krug is to this team. Oh,
1: okay, yes. When I say that the defense is not the problem, I mean it in the strictly defensive part.
3: I, I, I know, but my, I'm, what I'm saying here is this is showing in every aspect. We've had defensive breakdowns. We are not getting the puck out of our own zone prop- or through the neutral zone properly. We're not oh, yeah. scoring. And, and, and Tori Krug is, 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 is clearly as much as Bergie, the cog that makes that transition happen. Yep. Like it's it's and- remarkable. And I was having a Twitter conversation with someone, with someone last night, and I, my, I just sort of commented it's like the Bruins look hope- are hopeless without Tory Krug, and he replies like this. What the series shows more than anything is how much of a bargain Tory Krug's contract is. And you know what? Honestly, yes. At, at Attack Triangle, you're right. Bang the fuck on on this matter.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, I was talking about strictly like right down around the goal. Yeah, I I know, it's frustrating to see them not be able to get the the puck out of the zone. Or my favorite thing, hey, I'm just going to make this quick little chip, and oh, it goes right to a Senators player.
3: And that Senators player happens to be Eric, oh, fuck Carlson.
2: (laughs) See, this is the other thing, too. People harping on different aspects of the Bruins. I mean, no one seems to be talking about... They had 22 shots on goal yesterday. Only 22 shots.
1: In a must-win game at home, yeah, but the Senators
3: also didn't have that many shots. Well, because they're yeah. they're 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 a, they're a team, right? We're being absolutely smushed here, and I was trying. I remember going in, and even as recently as the last episode was saying, "It's like, oh no, the 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 one three one is a paper tiger," and it is. If you have personnel to do it, we just don't have the personnel to do it right now. So as a result because we don't have a transition defense right now it's, you know maybe because you know I mean we, was, we, we were missing chiller for a couple games we couple a couple games Brandon Carlo is not a he's not a puck mover but he is but he is mobile and he is pretty good with the puck on his stick all thing right so so we, we have we're lacking transition D mm-hmm. um so that we are currently because of the injuries more than anything and the futility of our third Fourth, whatever fucking line the Spooner line is being called these days, we are not a transition team. Therefore, the one-three, the one-three-one, is drowning this team right now because of injuries.
2: Mm. I I do want to see something positive though, Mm -hmm. just because there's a lot of negative, and that's amidst all of this. McAvoy did get his first NHL point, and he's played extremely well.
3: Technically, should have gotten his second.
2: Yep, yep, and he's played extremely well. I mean, for for a kid just being thrust into this because of injury, I mean, it
3: stinks that they're burning a year of his ELC. But he's playing well.
2: well um, if McAvoy,
3: yeah. yeah, if McAvoy plays like this in next season, he's gonna run away with the fucking Halder next year. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm not. I, I've gone so far beyond thinking about of future consequences because right now we're in the playoffs and that's all I can think about. I think I need to roll back what I was saying. That defensively, despite all of the problems that we have lacking the core defensive group that we had for the majority of the 82 games, everything is okay in that respect other than not moving the puck out.
3: Well, and that's what's triggering everything else to be shit, though. I know. But they are they are doing a reasonably good job of keeping pucks out of the net. We are not getting absolutely caved in Right, tuca has been getting a lot of work, but not an excessive amount of work.
1: Right, right. So somebody's doing something, right? I guess not the officials. I, not, not,
3: not the, the officials th- by any means. Fuck. I do think too. It seems to it
2: se- it seemed to happen a lot the last couple games when they're in their own zone taking face offs. Man, they seem to suck. They seem. It seemed like for there was five or six face offs in a row that they just lost in their own zone, and that's that's getting frustrating as well. Well, I don't know if anyone else noticed that, but I was
1: frustrated as hell by that. Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say something, and then I was like, wait a minute. I think that was the other series that I'm watching. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I think everybody's, a, everybody's working really hard, and they're exhausted. But there's got to be some kind of difference that's a different set of personnel that, that factor in tomorrow for mm-hmm. Game
3: 5. Yeah, it, but there's only so much change they can make, right? The only... People they have sitting in the press box have been, what, Corelli, um, uh, JFK, Hayes, and well, Bolesky was scratched yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, oh, Petroni knocked
1: out in a boot.
3: Yeah, so someone else is going to come in there. My guess is Bolesky comes back in.
1: Tomorrow's an all-hands-on-deck Honest... situation. You know, you got to roll with what you think your best chances are, and none of the defensemen are coming back tomorrow. No Carlo, yep. no Krug,
3: well, no McQuaid. In that case, I'm going to suggest. I still think the team should consider something I suggested yesterday on 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 Bobby DeBerge in the, in the morning thread. That the team consider scratching only rolling rolling eleven to, eleven forwards. So toss just just lose a, 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 a fourth line wing, um, and then dress seven defensemen. Yes, that seventh defenseman would either be Cross or grizz. Grelchik, Yeah, yeah, and
1: like Grizlik.
3: like. It looks like it should be Gralchek to me, and I, I know it's grizzlick, And I, I I look at it and it's like Grizlik. Nope, Gralchek. Okay.
1: I I always say Grizzle Sick, and then I'm like Grizlik.
3: Okay, so anyway, so my idea would be to dress seven, which is what something John Cooper used to do a bunch, right? Mm -hmm. He would uh, in the in the playoffs, even in their cup run, even in their finals run two years ago, he would sometimes scratch one of his fourth line wings to dress uh, Nikita Nesterov as a seventh as a seventh defenseman. This would help spread the minutes out more. You don't necessarily don't okay. We don't have more defensemen that we trust with minutes. Yeah, but take
1: something away from Chara.
3: It'll eat yeah. It eats off Chara a little bit because you can maybe because by virtue of you can take some of the minutes that say Kevin Miller, John Michael Lyles, and Chiller are doing, and sort of hand a little bit of those to Tommy Cross, and therefore they can then t- in turn take on some of the Chara minutes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, under the circumstances, that seems like the smart thing to do. It's honestly a thing i don't under, I don't really understand why more teams don't do, considering how little how few minutes all things considered in fourth line fourth lines, particularly fourth line wingers tend to play
1: mm. is Bruce Cassidy more a defensive or an uh offensive kind of guy? He was a defenseman when he played, so i'm I'm just wondering um you know what he will do because he hasn't put any ideas forth saying that he was going to do that but he he knows what situation he's in and he's got to look at, at chara every night and go i, I pushed him to maximum capacity even for yeah because
3: if, if even he thinks i can get something out of him doing pushing him one more night then what we win oh good now we still have to do that two more times with a now even more exhausted chara right right i mean um, it's just too hard Given the circumstances with personnel, again, I have no idea if you would consider this not. It's not a thing that many coaches do. Again, John Cooper is the only person I can think of that's done it recently. But under the the personnel constrictions, limitations we have right now, it just seems like a good choice, especially given the fact that that current third slash fourth line, the Spooner line, has been such a waste of fucking space i be mean, like fuck. I, I'd scratch both wingers. Keep Spooner around to put him on the power. Put him on the power play half wall. Roll three lines and eight defensemen. No, I wouldn't do that. But you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't do that, but at the same time, I mean,
2: geez, you got to do something. And honestly, I would look at trying to get like someone like JFK. in. why not at this point? You you need something to kind of try
3: to spice up the offense a little bit. You know, why not see what he's got? Roll the four, Roll your fourth line as JFK at center, Spooner as a wing. Scratch the other wing. Three seven defensemen, maybe. Yeah. Uh, why not? Uh, at this point, I don't see any problem with doing that. As that line's take, Spooner played eight minutes at even strength yesterday. Yesterday, eight minutes. That's legit. That's that's Sean Thornton minutes.
1: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. I defended the guy so much, and I'm just I. I
1: He's just not showing <sighs> up in the big games. And he hasn't shown up at times during the later part of the season. And he's been around long enough that this isn't really acceptable. I think no, no. And, thing. and here's
3: the thing about it, too. Is, you know, what, you know what, this is, what this is doing? The Bruins aren't going to aren't be able to get as good a pick for his rights. <laughs> you asked me a month ago, I was saying the draft will get a second for his rights. It'll be fine. No. People are going to remember mean- this. He's going to yeah. get a third, a, fourth, a third or fourth.
1: Great. Another thing that we can complain about. Or the, the fan base can complain about with uh, Don Sweeney.
3: Well, will they, though? Because, like, people have make games like, well, okay, you're going to complain about that. Have you been watching the fucking games?
1: Yeah. I'm willing to say that a lot of people don't really watch them.
3: But honestly, though, a lot of the people that are com- that are complaining about this, Spooner looks like shit on the stats in almost every respect, too. Uh-huh.
1: I know, but they um, still, I, I still think that people think that GMs can pull things out of their asses. That's all. I can think
3: of one individual who spent last summer arguing we should trade Cratecheap because Spooner could take on second-line centers. Um, now he's advocating just, just walking away from Spooner wholesale. So people can people can change. People people, people can learn. Is this the same person Tom Servo? This is not Tom Servo. Oh. This is um, the, previ- the, the previous Twitter user that I mentioned earlier, actually. I oh, uh, wow. no. uh, See, I thought he was going to say some shit about me, and but he said he, and I'm like, whew.
1: Because i'm like i didn't say that (laughs) anyway
3: oh shit yes to me
2: um it's not really bruins news but that nhl linesman filed a 10.25 million dollar lawsuit against dennis weidman hashtag weidman money (laughs)
3: jeez (laughs) in other amusing non-brewish news actually that's not that was not amusing that's um but amusing is of course uh Buffalo apparently at the behest of Jack Eichel, uh, Jack Eichel um, fired not just Dan Bilesma, but also Tim Murray. Mm-hmm. No one saw that one coming. At least not the back half of that.
1: No, I mean that that statement about Eichel came out yesterday. Of like, if Bilesma's here, I'm not signing an extension. So everybody thought, and oh. yes,
3: and, and yes, Eichel and his and his uh, his, his um, agent denied that. But then, oh look, the next afternoon,
1: oh. I heard speculation today that Murray got. Fired because that leaked. Jack Eichel,
3: GM coach killer. Considering Terry Pegula. Considering Terry, Peg- Terry? Pegula. Terry yeah. Pegula. Pegula. Also, you, until recently employed, fucking Rex Ryan. Yeah, true. You would think that that that, <laughs> that maintaining some sort of sensible PR was not actually a high priority on of his part. It's true. It's Rex fucking Ryan.
1: I'm I'm actually kind of sad that Rex Ryan's gone <laughs> because. He, I mean, I hated him as the opposing coach, except that I thought he was really fucking entertaining.
2: <laughs> Wasn't he going to be on ESPN, CBS? He's going to be on one of them.
1: Oh, if he's I'd on be- CBS or NBC or whatever, that's fine. But if he's on ESPN, I, you know how I feel about ESPN. I feel like yeah. about ESPN, like that guy at Advil on Twitter does. Like, no, you can't fucking use my stuff. Fuck you, you, you made the deflate gate stuff go on for a long, uh, a long time. Fucking block me. That's that's how I feel about ESPN. And they,
3: and they think that Barry Mel- Melrose has intelligent things to say about hockey on the rare occasion where hockey comes up. Barry Melrose does not have intelligent things to say about hockey.
1: No, no, they they booted him off of Mo- other broadcasts. And, dude, that <laughs> hair. Come on.
2: <laughs> no, wait, that's... Butchagross is their hockey dude now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but they don't really have a platform for him. You know, like he used to write about it and do do whatever. But... Well, I
3: mean, yeah, they also have Custance and other deep guys that are decent, right? But, but on TV, the guy the only only one they ever put on TV has been freaking Melrose.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, so
3: yes, yeah, so let's all have a laugh at the Sabers. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Eichel ah. is a coach GM
2: killer.
1: Oh my god. Um, <laughs> look, I get it. You, you put a lot into this guy, and he's uh, he's very good and. He's a star, but you can't you can't do that. You can't just cater to them in that way. I mean, you can make improvements and everything, but
3: oh. hey, he's going to lead them to fifth place next year. You watch. You're <laughs> his bitch now. That's what it means. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think I do think Murray was a bad GM. You do a scorched a scorched earth and scorched earth rebuild, and don't bother acquiring defensemen. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> just ask. The poor bastard that's trying to that's trying to drive that Arizona bus right now. And he at least had o- has OEL. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting
1: to see what the Sabres do.
2: It'll be interesting to see if Las Vegas is better than Arizona or Buffalo next year.
3: <laughs> I can well, tell you, one team they're guaranteed to be better then. That'll be the ABS. That's true, too. <laughs> Incidentally, how has no one been announced that they haven't been fired from the ABS yet?
2: Yeah, the probably well, today's four twenty, so they're probably all high. First of all, and but like, they,
3: but like the season ended for them like well a month ago. They don't know that. They have no idea what's <laughs> this going <season> on. The <laughs> season ended in December. What are you talking about? <laughs> Mathematically, okay. <laughs>
1: Mathematically, it ended
3: in December. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 probabilistically, yes. Mathematically, no. <laughs> they don't know that. They, they still think they're playing.
1: They had forty-five points. Forty. Five. I, it it might have even been 42. I think it was 45. Okay, but
3: I remember, they. I think they They weren't technically 100% eliminated until shortly after the deadline.
2: Like, <laughs> Red as, in Martian. Was, as in it was
3: a statistical possibility that they could have made the playoffs at that point if everything went wrong for everyone else and they went on a record-setting run, which was not going to happen.
2: All Red 29- Martian had more points than they did.
1: All 29 other teams would have to have folded or been nuked or (laughs) blasted into the sun for that to happen. All of those other things are probabilistically... Look, 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 I I, I
3: agree with you. I'm just saying I'm technically correct, much like those fucking refs yesterday. Oh, God. Oh, callback.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know what the name of this episode is now. Technically correct. (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> it's still going to have some yelling at your cap. That was really funny. <laughs> she's, she's being um, really good. What did she do? She's did a crate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Here's the, the long and short of it. This is what it comes down to. Game five is tomorrow night. What? Um, who's going to win it? Don't even give me why. I, I, at this point, I know why. Just tell me
3: who's going to win it honestly I do think the team Bruins are going to win tomorrow. I do not think they uh, they go they go quietly that said, I no longer think that they win the series
2: okay Tim I think they win tomorrow I am my prediction was it was gonna go seven I still say it go seven
3: okay do you think you're not gonna say who wins in seven are you
2: no no <laughs> uh,
3: I don't That's probably the- that's probably the prudent choice I mean I
2: I mean I I already did enough with Bobby Ryan. I'm not saying who wins game seven.
1: All right, guys. You know what I have to do now, right? I have to do it. I'm
3: No, don't 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 do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just just let it hang.
1: I I have to do it. You know I have to do it. I mean I have to do it because you know how the team responds when I do this.
3: Fire the coach two thirds of the way through the season, yes.
1: Oh technically I was correct. It was not the team as it was constituted when we started the season. But I'm still taking the ball for that. But did it get us into the playoffs? It did. So you know what I have to do? And I I don't have to say it. It's true. I don't have to
3: say it. We've already clearly established what you're about to say.
1: You know I'm going to say the Bruins are going to lose it tomorrow.
3: Uh, Do I want
1: them to? No. No, I don't because I like playoffs. I love playoff hockey way more than regular season hockey. But I am doing this because I feel like I have to, and the team responds better when I do this. I had a hand on the side of my mouth when I said that. So I'm doing this for the team. Fair enough. That said, go Bruins! All right, Tim, Tim. Yay! <laughs> Word! Ugh, I don't want them to lose tomorrow. I don't want them to lose tomorrow at all.